All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters. I am your host, the Apostle Reuben from the tribe of Reuben. Well, brothers and sisters, this week I was supposed to be covering faith. But it seems, brothers and sisters, that I have a few, um, I would say, so-called believers of the Bible that continue to question scripture as it's being read to them from old to new testament brothers and sisters i'm going to i'm going to tell you this there are a lot of people out here that seem to believe in the gentile more than the bible and when it comes down to the gospel they have taken in a gospel instead of the gospel this is why Paul warned us in Galatians chapter 1. I'm going to show you something. Galatians chapter 1 verse 6 says, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you that would pervert the gospel of Christ. Verse 8, watch this. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel, a form of good news, because that's what the gospel is, good news or glad tidings. If we preach any other form of good news or glad tidings unto you than which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Paul repeats in verse 9, as we said before, so say now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. So brothers and sisters, the accursing isn't going on those that understand the gospel, it's going on those that don't. Now, this podcast episode is going to be part two. And what I mean by part two, brothers and sisters, is I'm going to go a little bit deeper into the gospel, a little bit deeper. I'm going to touch on the points that I did in the last podcast episode, and I'm going to go a little deeper when it comes to the Gentiles. Because they believe that these Gentiles, and, and I'm going to tell you something, brother, it's all, and, and sisters, this is all a plot. The fabricating of scripture has gone on long enough from the Sunday minister, the unclean meat eater, and those that blaspheme the Holy Ghost by telling people that that testament, which is the first testament, in words, not under the priesthood in which they use sacrifices to atone for sin. But the words from Genesis to Malachi is done away. That's why when you battle these New Age Christians, they don't know anything about the Old Testament. They continue to quote New Testament scriptures. You can't do that because, watch this. Watch this. It is a danger, a danger unto them to do this. A danger. And we can't fall for it. We can never fall for it. Never, ever, ever. Because they're going to give you one scripture out of the New Testament and overlook all the scriptures you've given them. Watch this. Second 
Peter, no, excuse me, 2 Timothy 3.16. Watch this. 2 Timothy 3.16. It says, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. Not just one testament, but all of it. From Genesis to Revelations is given by the inspiration of God. And it is profitable for doctrine. It profits for you to understand the Old Testament. So it brings the New Testament to life. For reproof, for correction. Because people who come out of the New Testament without knowing the law are just making assumptions. This is what they're being taught or are being taught in the Sunday church. For instruction in righteousness, which is the law, because righteousness is only in the law. That's why I said it before and I say it again, brothers and sisters. All unrighteousness is sin. Romans 6, 13, 1 John 5, 17. Verse 17 of 2 Timothy 3. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. See, you can't know one part and be furnished to all good works. That's why he says, remember unrighteousness. Unrighteousness is sin. 2 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. It says, I'm going to restart in verse 11. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. It is not that they cannot see it. It is that God is sending them strong delusion. Why? Why is God doing this? That they should believe a lie in which they think we're lying. But I'm going to show you something. Verse 12, that they might all be damned who believe not in the truth. The truth is the law. Now, I want you to put your put your hands here. Put your hand here. Because, brothers and sisters, I read out of the Bible. Put your hands here and hold your place. In 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 12. We're going back to it after I read this. And let's go to Romans 2. Let's go to Romans chapter 2. Let's let the Apostle Paul tells us what the truth is. Let's let the Apostle Paul tell us what the truth is. I'm going to start in verse 19 and read in verse 20. It says, Thou art confident that thou Thyself are a guide to the blind and a light to them which are in darkness, which is sin. An instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes, which has the form of knowledge and of the truth in the law. So the truth is in the law. You can read this in Malachi 2 and 6. Psalms 119, verse 142, and Psalms 119, verse 151. The truth is in the law. There is no other truth beside the law. There is no pork chop eater that can tell you different or show you. He can tell you different, but he can't show you in this Bible what the truth is. It is the same truth that is mentioned in John 8, 32, when he says, Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And the same truth that he mentions again in John chapter 14, verse 6, when he says, I am the way, which is the law, and the truth, which is the law, and which gives you eternal life, which is found in Matthew 19, verse 16 down, when the rich man asked Christ, 
how must or how can I obtain eternal life? He said, keep the commandments. Brothers and sisters, the object of the Sunday church is to keep them avoiding what you present. You can present this to them, but they're going to go to another little one scripture, another little one scripture, another little one scripture. Because let's go back to first, let's go back to Second Thessalonians. Let's go back to Second Thessalonians and read verse 12 again. That they may all be damned who believe not in the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. What is unrighteousness again, according to the Bible? Sin. Let's look at Romans 6. They have pleasure in sin. They have pleasure in breaking the law. They want to break the law. Watch this. Romans 6, 13 says, Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. So unrighteousness is sin. It's the opposite of righteousness. But yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness, which is the opposite of unrighteousness, which is sin unto God. Acts chapter 10, verse 34. Watch this. I, I had a guy that keeps bothering me. Woman that keeps bothering me about this verse here. Because every time they go back to their pastor or whoever they go to to get this one verse, one verse and a one verse and a one verse, and they base their whole life, their whole thought process off this one verse. Let me deal with it. Because I'm, I guarantee, brothers and sisters, in these um, little online debates that you have or comment, to, to the comment, I mean, they will never deal with the scriptures you present. They keep running. They run away because they have pleasure in the men and respect of person to the men who teach in unrighteousness. Watch this. Acts chapter 10, verse 34 says, Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, of a law, of the law, I perceive, I perceive that God is no respect of persons. But in every nation, he every nation, he that feareth him, not all nations feareth him, is he that is in every nation feareth him and worketh righteousness, which is of the law, as accepted of him. Sunday church, they do not work righteousness, they do not keep the commandments, they break the Sabbath, they break the holy days. How are they in righteousness? See, when you break it down to the to the word, brothers and sisters, when you break it down to the word, there is no Sunday pastor that can prove to you that they do righteousness. And you know what it says in 1 Peter. See, watch this. 1 Peter 3, and, I, and I'm going back to Acts 10. But first, excuse me, not 1 Peter 3. I, I'm confused. 1 John. 1 John chapter 3. Because I have a lot of scriptures in my head. They're just in my head. I could come up with them as God has given me the ability. It says in 1 John 3, verse 7, it says, Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, 
if you doeth righteousness, you are righteous, even as he is righteous. The he is Christ. Verse 8, 1 Peter 3 and 8, he that committeth sin is of the devil. He that transgresses the law is of the devil. That, that's simple. Whether you can accept it or not, he that transgresses the law. Let's go back to up to 1 John 3 and 4. 1 John 3 and 4. Whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. Back to verse 8. He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. How? Because he lied to Eve and told Eve that if you serve other gods you will not die but you shall be as gods who do you think those gods were and who do you think made those gods it's not about eating apples and oranges brothers and sisters it is about idolatry that's what Eve fell for and i'm going to redo the podcast episode entitled the beginning i'm going to redo that scene with adam and the Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. These churches got people going around thinking that they just bit, crunch into an apple. And all of a sudden they knew sin. Wow. Unrighteousness. For the devil presented from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. He might destroy the works of those men and women that transgress the law. They're of the devil. You got Creflo Dollar running around talking about that the devil trying to get you to keep the law. What? Even the Greek himself is calling Creflo Dollar crazy. Now let's get into the matter. Back to Acts chapter 13. Acts chapter 10 and verse 35 again. But in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Verse 36 is what they try to avoid. Acts 10 verse 36. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all Israel, all Israel. The Bible doesn't contradict itself. Man puts in the scriptures to overload the mind of the weak in faith. They're weak. They don't read the Bible, and they're trying to challenge you. Now, the gospel and the Gentiles. Let's begin, because I I just, I'm sorry, brothers and sisters. The Spirit carried me to bring you precaution on those that don't know 5% of scripture and keep regurgitating or parakeeting what their minister in the Sunday church keep telling them. The one verse, knowing good and well that their ministers will not debate us live and open to the world. They won't do that. They won't stand a chance. So let's look at the gospel and the Gentiles. Let's go back to, I want to go back to Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. 
And I want to read this real quick, and then I want to move on because I got a lot to cover. And I, I really continue to deal with these that think that they know the Bible, but continue to listen to Scripture presented, and they continue to avoid it, all for the love of the same man that enslaved them. That's, that's when you can see that your mind has hit the revolutionary stage, not the facts. Well, I should say, brothers and sisters, let me, let me, let me go back to the scripture. I don't want to go too far off. Hebrews chapter four, verse one, it said, let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it the rest watch this i'm gonna i'm going backwards but i'm gonna read verse two first it says for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them stop who was the gospel preached to who is the them let's go right back to hebrews 3 go back up to hebrews 3 verse 17 but with whom was he grieved 40 years was it not with them that had sinned whose carcasses fell in the wilderness. Oh, the wilderness. I took y'all over this last week when we went back to Korah and Dathan when they were swallowed up by the ground. I took you back in one of my podcast episodes to Exodus chapter 25 where God had Moses killed those who were worshiping the golden calf went back into the idolatry of Egypt whose carcasses fell in the wilderness verse 18 Hebrews 3 18 and whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest but to them that believe not believe not is what what does it mean to believe so you got to know these things step by step what does it mean that they believe not watch this Let's go back to the book of Psalm 78. David addresses this. Precept must be upon precept. We must know what Paul is talking about. Not just think we're exegeting a scripture by just listing them. Let's go and see. Watch this. Psalm 78, verse 31. The wrath of God came upon them and slew the fattest of them, Israel, and smote down the chosen men of Israel. Huh? For this, for all this they sin still and believe not for his wondrous works. What are God's wondrous works? Psalm 78, verse 7. That they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. So they did not believe because they did not keep his commandments. They continued to go into idolatry. God told them in commandment one, thou shalt not have any other God before me. But they continue to approach God with idolatry in the wilderness. That's why they weren't able to enter into his rest, which is the, what is the rest? Psalms 94 verse 12, it says, blessed is the man whom thou chasteneth. O Lord, and teaches him out of thy law that they might give him rest that thou mayest give it that thou mayest give it give him rest from the days of adversity until a pit be digged for the wicked that is the unlawful 
the wicked are the ones that don't keep his commandments. Let's go back and read Psalms 119, verse 53, and Psalms 119, verse 85. You can even dip by Proverbs 28, verse 4. See, brothers and sisters, these Sunday Christians are not going to get a fourth of these scriptures read. So they don't know them. So when they come to challenge you, they think they're doing something. They're not. The gospel has been preached all the way since the Torah to the children of Israel who are the fathers. Now again, I'm going to take a short amount of time to approach the Gentiles. Because I, I, I'm going to deal with scriptures that I received. I'm going to give you script, deal with scriptures that I was received, brothers and sisters, like in First Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse one through four. And see, they just getting they're they're getting read the chapter and the verse, but they're not getting it exegeted. They're not getting it interpreted. Turn in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1. It says, 1 Corinthians 15 and 1. It says, Moreover, brethren, 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 I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. Brethren, who he let's two scriptures, real quick, two chapters and two verses real quick the book of acts chapter 18 see they don't know how to put the bible together one scripture is all they can handle one verse is all they can handle watch this look look closely brethren acts 18 verse 1 let's read it after these things paul departed from athens and came to corinth 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 verse 2 and found certain a certain Jew in Corinth, 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 come on, a certain Jew in Corinth named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately come up from Italy. Rome is the capital of Italy. And his wife Priscilla, because that Claudius had commanded all Jews to depart from Rome and came unto them. Now, after this scripture, after this scripture I'm about to read, I'm going to go to another one. But I just wanted you to see that the Jews were in Corinth. So when he says brethren, who is he talking to? I know he isn't calling the Greek his brethren, because the Greeks are not under the law. Romans chapter nine. Romans chapter 9. And I'm going to start in verse 3 and read to verse 5. Romans 9 verse 3 says, For I could wish myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh, verse 4, who are Israelites, not Greeks. Greeks are not his brother. The Corinthians are not his brethren. The Israelites are his brethren. Remember, 
Acts 22, verse 25, Paul calls himself a Roman, but he wasn't really a Roman. He was a Jew. Romans 11, verse 1. Second Corinthians 11, verse 22 is where you go to get the proof that Paul was an Israelite. Let's go back to Romans 9 and 4. Who are Israelites to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises? Who are the fathers and of whom as concerning the flesh Christ came? Who is over all, the same all, God blessed forever. See, they'll avoid that scripture because they can't accept it. Why would God only come for just one nation? Because a man took the Bible and stole a God from a people and made it his God in order to deceive the people who God really belonged to. The white image of Jesus is the proof. There's no scripture that says Christ is white. Revelations 1, 14 and 15. Revelations 2, verse 18. Revelations 4, 2 and 3. A jasper stone, a sardis stone, a dark red, a dark brownish red stone. That's God. He was brown. Negroid hair. And Daniel 7, verse 9. Negroid, uh, Negroid hair. And uh, Revelations 1, 14, 15. Wool is Negroid hair. There's no straight, curly dog hair that's mentioned back in Genesis 26. He didn't use the hair of a goat. I mean, a sheep, he used the hair of a goat. A goat has dog straight hair. Giving you the clue. But these blacks, our black people are so far up in the white man's theology, they don't take time and stop and think. And number two, I'm going to tell you what it is. else it is. They're afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid because the Caucasian Greek gave us such a good whooping in slavery. They're afraid that, that that belt is going to hit them again in another way. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians 15. It says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached, the brethren is Israel, in Corinth, the Jews, which Paul was, unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. Verse 2 by which also ye are saved. Not all nations. Ye are saved. Now, it says, ye are saved. He's talking to the Israelites. Let's go back to the Old Testament gospel and the Torah. Let's go back and look at what Paul meant when he said the gospel was preached unto the fathers in the wilderness. Yeah, let's get the book of Deuteronomy 33 verse 28 and 29 here is the gospel now i could have actually started in deuteronomy 33 and read verse 1 through 3 and then went to deuteronomy 33 28 and 29 in fact i am brothers and sisters here's the gospel deuteronomy 33 verse 1 and is this the blessing wherewith god wherewith moses the man of God blessed the children of Israel before his death. Verse 2, Deuteronomy 33, verse 2. And he said, the Lord came from Sinai, rose up from Seir. Seir is the home of the Greek Edomites unto them. He shined forth from Mount Paran 
and he came with 10,000 of his saints. The saints are the children of Israel. Psalms 148 verse 14. There's no other saints besides the children of Israel. It cannot be proven. The Greeks were not saints. Can't prove it. First Thessalonians, Thessalonians 5.21 says, Prove all things. Give me the chapter. Give me the verse. You'll be waiting till you die, brothers and sisters, because there is not one. From his right hand went out a fiery law for them. Deuteronomy 33, verse 3, Yea, he loved the people. All his saints are in thy hand. And they sat down at the feet. Everyone shall receive of thy word. See, wasn't about all nations. This was the gospel. Deuteronomy 33, verse 28. Israel then shall dwell in safety alone. And the foundation of Jacob shall be upon the land of corn and wine. And his heavens shall drop down as dew. Happy art thou, O Israel, who is likened unto thee, a people saved by the Lord, the shield of thy help. And who is the sword of thy excellency? And thine enemies shall be found liars unto thee, and thou shalt tread upon their high places. Hey, brothers and sisters, the enemy, when we, we I tell you this. The same thing is written in the book of Luke. The book of Luke chapter 1. The book of Luke chapter 1. That's why they don't understand. The book of Luke chapter 1. Moses mentioned the enemies. And the physician Luke is going to do the same. Stay tuned, brothers and sisters. I shall return after this short break. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Before the break, we were in Deuteronomy 33, verse 1 through 3. And now, uh, well, I should say I read Deuteronomy 33, 28, 29. And God was offering salvation to Israel only then. Salvation is mentioned there. And thou enemies, who's the enemies of Israel? Shall be found liars. Ooh, let's go to Luke 1. Luke 1. I, I said we're going to go here, verse 68. <laughs> Let's look at Luke 1, verse 68. It says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people. Stop. Who are his people according to Scripture? Let's go to a New Testament verse. Matthew 2 and 6. It says, and thou, O Beth, and thou Bethlehem, in the land of Judah. He's, quite, he's quoting Micah 2 and 5. I mean, excuse me, Micah 5 and 2. Excuse me, Micah 5 and 2. Again, the New Testament writers continue to quote Old Testament. This is not out of their own thoughts. They're continuing to quote Old Testament. This is what the Christian, the Sunday Christian can accept. They will not. Um, uh, Matthew 2 and 6 again. And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. The Not all people, my people Israel. 
see when you go back to Luke one. I mean, and, and and let me go to Second Chronicles. I, mean, I just gotta, I just gotta hit it. I'm going to hit because I, there's no way all people were ever the people of Israel. Now watch this. It says this in Second Chronicles six verse five and six. Let's read this real quick. Second Chronicles six verse five and six. Since the day I brought forth my people out of the land of Egypt, I chose no city among all the all the tribes of Israel to build a house in, that my name might be there. Neither chose I any man to be a ruler over my people Israel. Verse 6. But I have chosen Jerusalem that my name might be there and have chosen David to be over my people Israel. <laughs> Says the same thing in both Testaments. This is why they keep telling people, oh, that Old Testament, Genesis to Malachi, Christ fulfilled it, it's done away. Whatever they can do to stop the innocent from learning the Bible, or those who want to seek and find God to be innocent. Let's go back to Luke. Luke chapter 1, verse 69. We read verse 68. Let's read verse 69. And had raised up a horn of salvation for us, those people of Israel, in the house of his servant David. Huh. We just read about him in 2 Chronicles 6, verse 5 and 6. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have begun, which have been since the since the world began verse 71 that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us watch this to perform the mercy promised to our fathers to remember his holy covenant verse 73 the oath which he swore to our father abraham not all nations our father abraham that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear. That is the gospel, and I'm going to prove it. It is not all nations. It is the fathers. Let's get the book of Acts 13, which they continue to run from. Acts 13. I'm going to go back to 1 Corinthians 15. though. Acts 13. Might sound a little emotional, brothers and sisters, but I, I got to show these one scripture really men and women that hey, hey, ain't there is no need of you coming trying to put up one scripture that says Greek and avoiding all the rest of the scriptures. And by the way, side note. When you ask them what is a Hellenist, they'll go back and look it up, and they'll avoid that too. They steadily avoid scripture. They steadily avoid things, brothers and sisters. Because inside their heart, they're like, no, this can't be true. Watch this. Acts chapter 13, verse 23. I'm, I'm not going to read it all. I'm going to read the portions. Listen up. Of this man's seed, Acts 13, verse 23, of this man's seed have God according to the to his promise. 
raised unto Israel a Savior, Jesus. Not all man, Israel a Savior, Jesus. Verse 24, when John had first preached before his coming, the baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel, not all nations. Let's go back and find out what the birth of John the Baptist was called. Let's go back and see. Let us go back and see what was John the Baptist's birth called. John chapter 1, verse 17. Now, this is talking about uh, Zacharias and Elizabeth. Luke, You can read Luke chapter 1, verse 1, all the way up to here. So this is talking about the birth, the birth of Christ. It mentioned to Luke 2 and 10. And yes, it was called the good news, but what was, or, or glad tidings? I'm going to read it for you. Luke 2, verse 10. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Now, they look at that all people and say, well, that's all people. See, it says all people. Romans 11, verse 26 says all Israel. See, that all is there. They're looking at the all people, and they think that it's all people. I'm going to show you why it says all people. But let's go back and look at what John the Baptist's birth was called. Watch this. Luke 1, verse 16. I'm going to start verse 16. And many of the children of Israel, 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 doesn't say all nations here, he turned to the Lord their God. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. We know the just of the law keepers, Ezekiel 18, verse 9. See, they refuse to go back and read it because their hearts will be hurt, if I'm correct, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am, for I am an old man and my wife, well stricken in years and the angel answered and said unto him i am gabriel that stand in the presence of god i am sent to speak unto thee and to show these thee these glad tidings glad tidings john the baptist birth was gospel too verse 20 and behold, thou shalt be dumb and not be able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their seasons. Now, the gospel was John the Baptist's birth, not just Christ's birth, John the Baptist's birth. So when we go back to Acts 13, we see that, watch this. Acts 13, verse 25 says, As John fulfilled his course and said, Whom you think I am, think ye that I am, I am not he, but behold, there cometh one after me, whose shoes, who, who shoes of his feet I am not worthy to loose. Verse 26, Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, and whosoever among you that feareth, Acts 10, 34, Acts 10, verse 35, 34 through 36, operative 
scriptures, Acts 10, 35, 36, a repeat again right here. Go back to Acts chapter 10, verse 35 and 36, it says, but in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Verse 36, the word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. Let's see this repeated. Let's see this repeated. Acts 13, verse 26 says, Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, and whosoever among you feareth God, to you the word of this salvation is sent. To you. To you. Gospel. Like it says in 1 Corinthians 15, starting out in verse 1, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel. Brethren, which ye have received, and wherein ye stand. First Corinthians fifteen verse four that he was he was that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, Old Testament. See. Let me, let me move on, because I don't have much time. I got to cover this. Acts 13, verse 28. And though they found no cause of death in him, the Jews, because it was the Jews that, remember, the Bible says in the book of John, chapter 1, verse 11, when it says, he came unto his own, and his own received them not. Let's see who didn't receive Christ. Acts 13, 27 says this, For they that dwell in Jerusalem and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voice of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath day, they have fulfilled them in condemning him. Because the Pharisee, they always talk about the Pharisee and the law. The Pharisee didn't know the Bible. They didn't understand. They didn't know. They couldn't understand what the testament was saying about christ that's why it's mentioned in the book of john chapter 5 verse 46 for had ye believed moses ye would have believed me for Moses motive wrote of me but if ye believe not his writings how shall you believe my words because the words of christ are in moses writing so they don't believe in Moses' writings nor the Savior's writings. They just quote them because their pastor gave it to them. They don't understand how to exegete it at all. Let's go back to Acts 13. Verse 29. And they, and when they had fulfilled all that was written of him, they took him down from the from the tree and all that was written of him is in the book of Isaiah 53. Come on, folks. And laid him on the sepulcher. But God raised him from the dead. And he was seen of many days. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, 
and he was seen many days of them which came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are his witnesses unto the people. And we declare unto you glad tidings, the gospel, how that the promise which was made unto our fathers, our fathers are the children of Israel. Verse 33, God hath fulfilled the same unto us, their children, in the and that he raised up, hath raised up Jesus again, as it is also written in the second psalm, Thou art my son, this day I have begotten thee. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. When we go back to Psalms 2 and 7, do you know what it's going to say? Psalms chapter 2, they keep going back to the Old Testament. Why? And, and their pastors keep telling them, oh, it's done away. But they keep referring back to what is written. Well, Psalms chapter 2, verse 7 says, I will declare the decree. The Lord hath said unto me, Thou art my son. This day I have begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen, the Gentiles, the Gentiles, the Gentiles, the Gentiles. For thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy for thy possession verse 9 and thou shalt break them with a rod of iron and thou shalt dash them into pieces like a potter's clay all will not be saved that's why many of them when i went to isaiah 61 oh isaiah 61 says the same thing and remember christ quoted the book of isaiah chapter 61 and luke 4 18. but i want you to pay attention i want you to pay attention to the book of Isaiah 61. Now we know about Isaiah 61, verse 1 through 3. This is what is agreeable in Psalms 2, verse 7 through 9. It says this Isaiah 61, verse 3 To appoint to them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, all of joy for mourning, the garment of praise. Now he said, appoint to Zion now, not all nations, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And they shall build up the old waste places, oh, the old waste. They shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the, the waste cities, the desolations of many generations. And strangers shall stand and feed your flocks, and the sons of aliens shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. Who are the aliens? I'm going to show you who those aliens are in just a minute. And your vine dressers, verse 6, and ye, not all nations, shall be named priests of the Lord. Like it says in Exodus 
19 verse 6. Men shall be called your ministers of our God, and ye shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and their glory shall ye boast yourselves. Verse 7, for your shame ye shall have double, for your confusion they shall rejoice in, the, in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess the double. Everlasting joy shall be upon them. Those people in Israel right now are going through war. Gaza can't wait to send a rocket over the wall. This is everlasting peace. This is a prophecy not yet fulfilled. Because those aren't the real people of Israel. Israel is going to inherit the Gentiles. As God said in Psalms chapter 2, verse 7 through 9, Christ is going to inherit the heathen, which are the Gentiles. Come on, folks. Acts 13 is telling us, 31 through 33, through 34, Hey, he referred back to the second psalm. Now, I'm going to tell you the reason why he didn't finish quoting. They're in captive to Rome. You can't bring another. Watch, watch Paul. Watch Paul. Acts 24, verse 24. Felix is a Greek ruler, a Greek governor. And after certain days when Felix came, this is Acts 24, verse 24 came with his wife Drusilla, which was a Jewess, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. And as he reasoned of righteousness and temperance and judgment to come, which is prophecy, what's going to happen when Christ returns? Felix trembled and answered, Go thy way for this time when I have a convenient season, I will call for thee. Felix was scared. Shouldn't Felix been in joy no because we go back to luke chapter 21 now excuse me luke 24 verse 21 it says but we, luke 24 21 but we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed israel and besides all besides all this day today it is it today is the third day since these things were done. Now, Mark 1.15. Mark 1.15. Mark chapter 1, verse 15 says this. It says, And saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. The gospel had already been established. It was not new. Luke 1.17. The birth of John the Baptist goes back to Isaiah 40, verse 3 through 10. The birth of Christ goes back to Isaiah 53, 1 through 12. Come on, folks. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something. Repent and believe the gospel. The kingdom of God is at hand. Who was the kingdom for? Acts 1 and... I want to start in verse 6. 
Acts 1 and 6 says, when they therefore were come together, Acts 1 and 6, they asked of him, Christ, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom unto Israel? Not all nations, Israel only. Like it says in Luke 24, 21. When they see the Gentile, they are not taught in Sunday church to go back to the history. Who are the Gentiles according to the Bible that Paul and them are teaching? The book of 1 Corinthians 12. I don't want to forget this. 1 Corinthians 12. Because remember, it says this. Remember, the Greeks were never under the law. First Corinthians chapter. And you know what? You give them these verses, they overlook them. They see them. That's the wickedness in them. They overlook them. First Corinthians 12. You know, and I tell you what, most of them will see it and go back to their pastors. They'll run and say, well, he said this, and this is what it looks like. And they'll go right back to another verse. They won't deal with this. First Corinthians 12, verse 1 and 2. Concerning, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will not have you Ye know that ye, the brethren again, are the same brethren that were mentioned back in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1. The Greeks are not the brother of the Jews. And we know Jews were in Corinth based off Acts 18, verse 1 and 2. Ye know that ye were Gentiles. The brethren were Gentiles. The brethren were Gentiles. The brethren were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as ye were led. The brethren was found in Romans 9, verse 3 through 5. Paul's brethren was Israel. And we know Paul's brethren, the Jew, was in Corinth. He's not writing to the Caucasian Corinth, Corinthians. He's writing to the Hellenist in Corinth, Jews that made Greek their tongue and began to keep their fashions. That's why when you go back to Ephesians 2, verse 11, it's going to say the same thing about Ephesus because the Jews were in Ephesus. When you go back, You understand when you slow it down, you understand. That's why in Acts 19, Acts 19, Acts 19, Acts 19. Remember, John only taught the Israelites. Acts 19, verse 1 says, And it came to pass while Apollos was at Corinth, and Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus, oh, Ephesians. Finding certain disciples, certain, not all, certain disciples. He said unto them, verse 2, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. 
verse 3, and he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. John only taught Israel. These disciples that were in Ephesus were Jews. Not, brothers, you got to go back and look at the details, which the Sunday pastor, in order to get the dollar, the tithe will not do. Ephesians 2.11 says this, Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision why because they were not uh, they were not circumcised under the old covenant of moses which was given to abraham back in genesis 17 verses 10 down by which is the by which by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands that at that time ye were without christ being aliens aliens were gentiles from the commonwealth of israel and strangers from the covenant of promise having no hope and without god in the world but now in christ jesus who has sometimes who sometimes were uh, were far off are made near by the blood of christ the same Gentile Jews that were in Greek customs are now made near. The prophecy can't be we're going to own the Gentiles and then the Gentiles are going to be saved. That's why in Revelation, when I ask for Revelation 21 verse 12, exegete that, nothing. Because he can't. And she can't. And they can't. They cannot exegete Revelation 21 12. Just 12 gates, 12 angels, 12 gates for the 12 tribes of Israel not all nations there's no 13th gate and remember John chapter 7 verse 35 the Jews said will he go amongst the dispersed to teach the Gentiles the dispersed are based off Ezekiel 12 verse 15 Israel see they don't know the history of Israel being scattered among the Gentiles and became gentiles that's why in romans chapter 9 i'm gonna show you something romans chapter 9 paul's gonna mention it if you can't they some people are just never 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 ever ever understand it they're going to continue to believe that the evil man and you are going to be saved again well if they come out and keep the list, they're not Luke 21, verse 24, Christ says, until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. The time of the Gentiles is now. Wow, they're going to confess the truth. We're going to read about this. Watch. In the book of Romans, chapter 9, verse 24, it says, Even us whom he hath called, not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles. I'm going to finish up this podcast episode with the few minutes I have left by reading verses 25 through 26. Stay tuned, brothers and sisters. I will be back after the break. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. At the conclusion 
of this podcast. Now, when we're in Romans chapter 9, verse 24, when it says, Even God whom he hath called, not of the Jews only, but also the Gentiles. As the, verse 25, operative verse, by the way. Key on this. As he also, as he saith also in O.C., which is Hosea. Look it up. I will call them my people, which were not my people, and her beloved, which was not beloved. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, ye are not my people, there shall they be called the children of the living God. What? Paul again is referring to the Old Testament. So let's look at it. Let's look at Let's look. Let's look. Let's look. Because like I said before, brothers and sisters, you can't blame them. Because the preacher keeps telling them it's done away. Christ fulfilled it. They believe in them. That's why James 2 and 9, we're going to look at that. Watch this. I'm going to start in Hosea 1, verse 1. It says, The word of the Lord that came to Hosea, the son of Berai, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel. The beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea. And the word said to Hosea, the word, and the Lord said unto Hosea, Go take unto thee a wife of whoredoms of the children of whoredoms for the land hath committed great whoredom departing from the lord now this is going to be directed toward the children of israel verse 5 says it and it came to pass at that day that I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel, which is the name of Israel. And he's giving an analogy. I can't go over it all. He's giving an analogy of Hosea taking a woman of the children of Hordos. This is an allegory. And one of the children was called Lurahamah. For I will no more have mercy upon the house of Israel, but I will utterly take them away into captivity because they continue to break his commandments. Watch this. It says, but I will have mercy. This is verse 7. Hosea 1 verse 7. But I will have mercy upon the house of Judah, and I will save them by the Lord their God. And I and will not save them by bow, nor by sword nor by battle, by horses, nor by horsemen. Verse 8. Now when she had conceived again, Luharamah, she conceived and bare a son. Watch this. This is what Paul is talking about. Then said God, call his name Loami, for they are not my people. I will not be your God. Yet, the number of the children of Israel shall be as the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured nor numbered. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, Ye are not my people, there 
it shall be said unto them, you are the sons of the living God. Hey, brothers and sisters, this is what he's talking about. And he's talking about the mystery of the verse 24 of Romans chapter 9 says Gentiles. Then he went to O.C. Because God had dispersed Israel unto all nations and they were not his people. We're talking about O.C. in the days of the kings, the northern tribes, which I'm going over the split of Israel. Notice that's why in Hosea 1 verse 7. He's talking about, but I will still be the God of the southern kingdom, Judah. But that northern kingdom was taken by Shalemazar the fifth, the king of Assyria. In 2 Kings 17. I got to go over this with you, brothers and sisters. See, this is what the Christian pastor doesn't teach the people. See, he goes back. He goes back to write to the Jews in Rome. The Jews in Rome. Why, why do I say this? Watch this. Let's get the book of Romans 2, verse 17. It says, and when we, and, and, and even though, brothers and sisters, I already, I'm just going back again, reiterating to make let you make sure that Acts 18, verse 2 already proved that the Jews were in Rome. And they were called Romans based on Acts 22, verse 25. Paul was a Jew, but he was called a Roman because he was born in Rome. Romans 72, verse 17 says, Behold, thou art called a Jew. Wait a minute. This is the book of Romans. Thou art called a Jew and restest in the law and maketh thy boast of God. Now, let's go back to before. Now, you know, as desperate as desperate as the Sunday church will get. Well, they were Jews in heart. See, they see more malarkey. John chapter, John chapter 18, verse 31. Then Pilate said unto them, take ye him and judge him according to your law, not mine, your. The Jews therefore said unto him, it is not lawful for us to put any man to death. Why? Because it was prophesied in Matthew. Let me see. Let's go back to Matthew 21. Just real quick, real, 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 real quick. Matthew 20, verse 19, when it says, and he shall, it shall deliver him up to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify him. And the third day he shall rise again. See, According to prophecy, he was going to die by the hand of Gentiles, not his own people. That's the first thing the Christians always do. Well, the Jews are the ones that, no. It was prophesied that he would die by the hand of the Gentiles. I want to go back to the Old Testament. I don't have enough time. I only have minutes left. Then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him and judge him according to your law. And the Jews therefore said unto him, It is not lawful for us to put a man to death. Why? Because Christ didn't sin. That's why verse 32 says that the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spake, signifying the death he should die. Matthew 20, 19, Matthew 12, verse 32 and 33. Now watch this. Let's drop down to 
John 8, John 18, John 18, excuse me, verse 35. Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation and the chief priests have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? So Pilate, again, a Roman, he admits, he said, I'm not no Jew. This is your law. So the Greeks or the Romans were not under the law. Let's get, just in case you think, well, that says Romans. Let's go to Acts chapter 18. Watch this. Now this, I'm going to start in Acts 18 verse 1 again. All these things Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth. Grecian cities. Watch this. And when Galileo was deputy of Achaia, the Jews made in, uh, insurrection with one according against Paul and brought him to the judgment seat. Hmm. Saying, this fellow persuaded men to worship God contrary to the law of sacrifice. Watch this. And when Paul was now about to open his mouth, Galileo said to the Jews, okay, this is, this is telling me Galileo said unto the Jews, if it were a matter of wrong or wicked lewdness, O ye Jews, reason would that I should bear with you. But if it be a question of words and names and of your law, look ye into it, for I will, for I will be no judge of such matters. The Greeks and the Jews were not under the law. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4 and 5. When the fullness of, watch this. This is Paul writing. Now remember, he said in Galatians 3, 28, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye all are one in Jesus Christ. Now you just saw that the Jews nor the Romans John 18, verse 31, Acts 18, verse 15. Paul's in Greek. Paul's in Greece, Athens. He, this scene is there in Greece. Galileo specifically said, if it be about words and names of your law that's acts 18 15 your law not ours they like to read galatians 3 28 but let's go down to galatians 4 verse 4 but when the fullness of the time was come god sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law to redeem them that were under the law that we might be re received the, the adoption of sons the greeks i just proved to you that the true Caucasian Greeks were not under the law and many that listen to my podcast know the same thing so it is what's going on 
They won't exegete First Corinthians twelve and two. They will not exegete Ephesians two eleven and twelve. They will not exegete Revelation twenty one verse twelve. They will not exegete Isaiah sixty one verse six. They will not exegete anything because they don't know how. They know that according to Scripture, over and over, salvation is first and only offered to the Gentile Israelites that became Gentiles because Paul quoted it out, uh, uh, out of Romans 9, 24 through 26, quoting Hosea. You cannot separate the two testaments and think you know something. This has been the job of the pastor for over 200 years. 200 years. And the weak-minded Sunday Christian will continue to argue with you because either he's married or either he's friends with Caucasians. Instead of understanding what the Greeks did to his forefathers, will they not do to you? Not with the whip. Not with the whip or the chain. But with a lie. See, they'll never believe this, brothers and sisters. Proverbs, see, a lie. Christ is not white. Oh, it doesn't matter. Christ is Middle Eastern. They'll continue to tell you these things. We'll never face up to it. That's why Proverbs 26, verse 28 says, A lying tongue hateth those that are afflicted by it, and a, and flattery, a, a flattering mouth worketh ruin. Excuse my reading, brothers and sisters. I got, it, you know, I just got so much on my mind. See, you can't, that's why I said you can't get in a spirit that will take you out of the reading. You must stay with the reading. And my apologies for that. But unless you know the history of the Gentiles from the Old Testament, you will not know anything about who Paul is talking about when he mentioned the Gentiles in the New Testament. And sometimes, brothers and sisters, the love of a lie the love of a lie, the unbelief of a lie, or, or I should say the, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some people are, are destined to continue to believe this. They were appointed to, 1 Peter 2 and 8. That's why it's very important to understand this one verse, brothers and sisters, and then I'm going to conclude. This is the problem with those people. And no matter what they tell you, believe this. The book of Matthew 10, verse 28. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both body and soul. See, they fear man. They know that if they go to this, that Greek is going to approach them in time. So just decide with the Greeks, because they really don't have faith. They really don't know what it is. And like I said, I'm going into it next week. 
and to show that they have no idea what faith is or a clue. It should have been this week, but I had to address this. Brothers and sisters of Israel, keep yourself clean and away from idolatry of these preachers, philosophy, and vain deceit, as it says, Colossians 2 and 8. And with that, this is your loving brother seeking to take you on the path to the kingdom where we will live forever as trees of righteousness, as it says in Isaiah 61, verse 3. Just hold on. Let the people pass. As David said in Psalms 119, 119, this is one of my favorite verses. It says, I am a companion. One night, Psalms 119, verse 63. Write this down. David says, I am a companion of all them that fear thee and them that keep thy precepts. To fear God means to keep his commandments. Ecclesiastes 12, verse 13, Psalms 112, verse 1, and this one. You don't fear God. They don't fear him. They fear man. That's why they don't keep his commandments. With love, Israel. Shalom.